Hi, and welcome to Cosmic Style, where we explore mystical modalities like tarot, astrology, lunar living, and magic to help us live better lives. I'm Leah, a tarot consultant, professional astrology nerd, and cosmic stylist. Let's get into it. Hi, friends. I hope you are well, and I hope you've been taking care of yourself this week. I thought we'd do a quick 101 lesson today, something that I've been doing for a long time, so long that it didn't even occur to me to do this episode until now, but it's something I care a lot about and has impacted my life greatly, Um, and that is working with the moon or moon manifestation. And I was inspired by this Scorpio new moon this week. You know, we're coming off that eclipse cycle um, where we kind of put our moon practices and manifestation to the side and just let it ride. But we're back in a fresh cycle where we can work with the moon with a little bit more intentionality and specificity. So yeah, I've been working with the moon for gosh, uh, I'm trying to do the math over a decade, a long time at this point. And it was the thing that really got me into all of these mystical practices. And I love it because it's such a simple framework. You know, we are used to breaking things up in terms of months and weeks, and the moon really goes along with that rhythm. Um, it's might be slightly different uh, date-wise. You know, we're not starting at the first of the month. We're starting at the new moon, whenever that may land. But it's a similar vibe, and we can we can just simply break down and use it as an accountability system week to week for you know calling things in, manifesting things. Whether you want to change or start a new habit. Yeah, make a simple change in your life, work towards a goal or magnetize something into your life, be it something tangible or spiritual. Um, The moon phases within a cycle, the cycle lasts about a month, like I said, can provide this simple framework that encourages both reflection and action. And we need both, you know, we need a combination of that. that in intentionality and that action. And the only prerequisite to working with the moon is that you get clear on what you want and be willing to take those intentional actions, right? Um, so we can almost just hop in and start doing this other than the fact, okay, I should, <laughs> um, I, should call out that I am just a little sus on the word manifestation and its pervasiveness in all the spiritual world, Instagram, TikTok places that we live in. Um, I think it can be a very complicated word because it's been so overused and it's overwrought and it can be weighed down with a lot of things. Um, But I am just simply using it as an umbrella term for all of those things that I just mentioned, you know, like wanting to make a change or wanting to start a habit or wanting to magnetize something in your life or see a goal to fruition. Um, And uh, this 
the thing I love about the the moon manifestation process is that it is not all passive, right? We need a combination of taking intentional actions in alignment with those things, making the changes ourselves. We can't just set an intention and then expect for it to work itself out. The moon invites us in, it engages us, it shows us that it's shifting and changing and it wants us to do the same. Um, Yes, <laughs> I think that's my only disclaim. Um, and yeah, I know there are a lot of moon manifestation working with the moon resources out there. That is so awesome. I love to see it. Um, and I am just another voice in that sea, but hopefully me breaking down my process is helpful to you. Um, and while it is worth noting that we can see a lot of progress in one moon cycle, we are also setting into motion larger cycles that carry out over six months. So until the full moon of the same sign as the new moon that began the manifestation process. So an example of this is setting an intention at this Scorpio new moon this week. We still are in that window that you can totally set your intentions. Don't worry, even though the new moon was five days ago, you can set an intention at any time, you know, and you can change your intention. That's totally cool. Um, but we're setting this intention in November in Scorpio season. And this intention will impact what we see come to fruition all the way through, you know, all along the journey up until the Scorpio full moon in late April, especially if you support it with actions in this initial moon cycle. Um, and before I dive into the phases, I just wanted to shout out the fact that I created a moon manifestation tracker for you to support this episode, to support your own process. It will be free. There's a sign up, uh, in the show notes. I'll have it in my Instagram bio, my website and stuff like that. Um, it's a notion template that you can fully customizable and fill out yourself. You just have to make a duplicate of it. But it will lay out everything that I'm talking about here and um, provide a little uh, friendly tracking spreadsheet um, with the, the moon phases and then a column for you to write in either the intentions you're setting or the actions that you want to take um, and then also reflect at the end of the cycle in the balsamic moon. Um, and there will also be space for lo longer, larger uh, reflections at the new moon because I think that's one of the most important parts is getting very, very clear and really accepting where you're at, noticing what's coming up for you before we start to really clarify those intentions. So there's a separate space as well for the new moon vibe checks um, for the next six months. And you can keep adding to this if you like this process and find it useful, but I just thought this would be a fun tool. I love tracking uh, my mystical, magical practices. Um, I track my daily tarot pulls every day, which is something you would know if you took uh, my class, Magical Tarot, Spell Shadow and Shine. I love uh, a daily tarot tracker. Um, I also track any spells that I do, um, and tracking the moon intentions. I think it's wonderful to do these things in a notebook, um, but I have too many notebooks to flip through, and it's so easy to be able to search and see, like, 
wait, what was that intention that I set six months ago? And is that what I'm seeing right now? And it's just, it's nice, a nice, quick, quick reference. I don't know. Maybe it's Virgo in my third house just wants to systematize and organize all my, all my spell work. Um, but hopefully you find it useful if that's your thing. Um, okay, let's dive in. So the new moon is where we usually start. Um, and I am dividing these moon phases. There's technically like eight phases to a cycle and I will mention all of them. Um, but I'm counting, you know, two at a time essentially for a four week breakdown. Um, and I'm also including a fifth cycle, which is the balsamic or dark moon, which is just at the tail end of a cycle, a couple days before the new moon, where it's we really want to slow down and reflect in that space. So we have our new moon to the waxing crescent moon as our first phase, our first week of the cycle. And this is when we do some receiving, we feel into our atten- intentions, we have a fresh energy going, and it's a great time for clarifying what we want and planting these seeds. We kind of we very often hear this planting of the seed, planting of the intention, setting the intention. And I always want to stress: you do not have to, do not feel pressure to set your intention exactly on the night of the new moon, because the new the the new moon and the the dark moon and the waning moon right before it is dark. There's no moon in the sky. It's directly in alignment with the sun, so we can't see it. And yeah, sometimes we need to be in that in that magic space of not knowing or just feeling into it before we can clarify. So it's okay. It's actually great to wait a few days until we can see that crescent moon in the sky right after sunset. You know, we, we're starting to see it. We're starting to clarify. So... But And also, if you have an intention that you know you're ready to set and you were already feeling into it right at that new moon, great. Go for it. So whatever you're feeling at a particular time, I know I've experienced both a lot. And it's actually, this particular moon cycle has taken me this, this full five days to really like, I cut, I really had a general idea of what intentions I wanted to set. But I'm feeling a lot more clarified a few days later. And yeah, we, we then we can start with this crescent moon, like towards the end of this week, like the week after the new moon, um, we can start putting our intentions into motion a little bit. We can start taking some steps towards it. Um, it doesn't have to be anything huge, but I think it's always really nice once we set an intention to take a direct action that's in alignment with that to kind of show that we're willing to get started and put in the work. Um, And then we have our first quarter moon, which is, you know, when we see the half moon in the sky up until the waxing gibbous. So up until it's almost full. And this is the time, the week of growth, um, of challenges. You know, the first quarter moon is when the moon is square to the sun so and last quarter as well so the the sign that the moon is in and the sign that the sun is in they are in this creative dynamic tension with one another so often at the quarters at the first quarter and the last quarter there's 
there's a catalyst of some kind. There's a challenge of some kind to make a new decision, to kind of do a little bit of a, a right hand or a left hand turn um, from from what you were doing. It, it does kind of present new information or just new feelings about certain things. So we're being called to make decisions, to integrate, to evaluate, analyze, and prepare. Um, of course, when we get towards that waxing gibbous where it's almost full, we're really coming into that like almost full peak energy of the cycle. So there is this feeling of like preparation, of excitement. There's this like, I think this whole week there is often this really like buzzy creative energy going on because we're building towards something. So often we're feeling like our te- it's like a test or testing our willingness to expand um, and you know, growth can start to feel tense. If you've uh, been ever had a child, uh, ever birthed a child from your body, I can kind of think about, you know, especially that wax and gibbous when you're like near full, that growth starts to feel tense. Um, but it's better than staying small. I mean, my pregnancy analogy is going out the window now, but that growth, that tension point of growth, it, but it often really challenges us. And Something's ready to be transformed. And, you know, we want to facilitate that transformation, not resist it. So let it transform if it's naturally transforming or make a pivot of some kind that can allow your intention to flow a little bit more. Um, Yeah, it's a great time for pivots or to put the thing that you're wanting to grow out into the world a little bit. If you want to like announce a project or ask someone to do something, this is a great time to do it. And then we have our full moon to the waning gibbous phase. And this is obviously the peak of our cycle. It's very revealing. We're at a tension point again between opposing signs. The sun is directly opposite the moon on the wheel of the zodiac. So there is this beautiful dynamic tension between the opposing signs and what they can give and share with one another, one another. And it's, of course, this culmination energy, there's an intensity to it and an emphasis on shining bright and fulfillment um, and that peak expansion. There's also, you know, themes around generosity and sharing of knowledge and processing. Just, you know, the full moon is the time of the harvest and things are starting to come to fruition or at fruition and are getting illuminated and we can see things that we couldn't before with this bright light with this new perspective and it's a great time to gather with other people and share share what you have share your stories and celebrate what's come to pass i think there's so much energy at the full moon that sometimes it really feels like these like I got to do something. I got to be like active with it, right? We're talking about that ebb and flow of the moon cycle being like, okay, we've got to receive, we've got to reflect, and then we take action. And then we come back and we receive again, and then we take action. And the full moon is actually a time of that receiving. It's a time of just really observing what's coming up. Like at this point, you shouldn't have to do a lot. Like it's like the the party's happening. It's the night of the party that you were planning for, that you planted your seeds for. At the new moon, you sent out the invitations on the on the first quarter moon and everyone's here and you're sharing stories and celebrating and sharing, you know, your harvest of what you have. So it is that 
that receptive, that more receptive energy. And it's just a time to be like, oh, wow, I really see this being illuminated right now. And then we have our last quarter to our waning crescent, which is a time of adjustment, another time of challenge, like that that squaring off tension is happening again. Um, and believe me, I love a square. Just, just let it be known. I don't love the idea of like squares in your natal chart are difficult. And it's like, yeah, maybe they're not the easiest, but they also are the most creative and dynamic and can create change. So we really want to embrace this like creative energy, right? And it's the last push of energy in the cycle. So this is the time to like make some major changes if you haven't or if you're feeling the pull to. And then as as it wanes into the waning crescent, we're all about that integration of these changes and acceptance of where we're at. Um, so this last like major phase of the of the cycle, like shit can happen fast with the last quarter moon. You know, it's like action time. It's go time. And with the moon on the wane, it can be a good time to harness the that creativity between the sun and the moon um, and use it to take bold action and move the needle on your intentions and just tie up loose ends and give the final push to what whatever needs it. So with our party analogy, I guess, you know, we can be cleaning up the party. We can be kind of reviewing. It's like, okay, well, went well there. Do I want to plan a party next time? I can start doing that now. Do I have other ideas for parties? Do I have, um, you know, something I really like, I, I've realized I hate throwing gatherings. You know, there's all these different things that we can like kind of informed by what's come to pass already. And then we can start to take actions towards you know, what our initial intention was again. Um, or just decide that that intention, you know, had served its purpose and we're tying loose ends up, completing it, sending thank you notes and just letting it fade. Um, and then finally, we have our balsamic or dark moon phase, which is something I always like to remind people of because it can kind of get lost in the shuffle. People like to be like, right, a new moon's coming. I'm ready to like start something new. I'm just ready to go. And I want to like erase the past moon cycle because it didn't go well. And now let's just focus on the future. And I think fo focusing on the future is great. I also just focus, I like focusing on the present and how you're feeling now and how that's informed by the past cycle. So we, what we're, what we're kind of working with in the balsamic dark moon phase is it's not called the balsamic dark moon. It's like balsamic slash dark moon. You can call it the balsamic moon or the dark moon. Um, but you know, we're like kind of making peace with whatever has, manifested or come through in the cycle and we're surrendering a little bit and just absorbing the lessons of the cycle we're processing and we're reflecting on on how we feel and we're we're just releasing things it's time to like go and this is a great time for rest and introspection if you can rest on a dark moon day that is beautiful um because we often feel that energy waning, right? Like I was talking about the energy of the full moon being at its peak. And then, you know, that whole phase from new to full, we are building, 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 right? And then we start, the energy starts to wane. And that doesn't mean we don't have energy for the, those full two weeks, right? But we're on the decline a little bit. We're wrapping things up. We're like, yeah, we're we, like, if we're just like going downhill, we can like 
coast a little bit more. You know, it's like things have been set into motion and we're like riding that wave. But then by the time we get to the bottom at that dark moon, we do need to rest a little bit because the energy is at its lowest and the sky is dark. So it's encouraging us to, to go a little dark as well. Um, and go inward. And it's a nice time to take stock of the past cycle, like asking yourself, like, what happened? What didn't happen? Uh, and how do I feel about that? And just acknowledging that, you know, we're wrapping something up, something's ending and making peace with it where you can. Um, and tending to the body, I think is always important throughout the moon cycle, but especially in the dark moon, you know, tend to that body and nervous system and yeah, like focus on that regeneration before we move into the new cycle. I think that is it for today. I will leave it there. I, If you want more, please check out this uh, Moon Manifestation tracker and let me know what you think. Let me know if you have more questions about the moon cycles. Um, I am so happy to answer specific things about this topic. I love it. Um, but I thought we would just start with a primer today and see how you feel. So have a lovely weekend and I will talk to you next week. Bye. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend or throw us five stars. And if you'd like to book a reading with me or check out my workshops, you can find me at leahvandervelt.com. And you can support this podcast by joining my Substack. 